Hey everyone, good to be with you again. This is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. And we are doing episode three of the Hold Still Challenge. So let's, uh, just to recap real quick, um, we've talked about opposition reflex and the pressure release technique. If you're just jumping into podcasts and this is the first one you're listening to, you might want to go back a couple so that those are more explained for your puppy and then jump on board with these awesome challenges, the hold still challenges. Hold still challenge number one was to, a a couple episodes ago, was to get your puppy to hold still for a food reward and to hold still to come out of the kennel. Hold still challenges number three and four, last episode, were to hold still to come out of a door and and uh, challenge number four was to hold still for calm touch. So hopefully you've been working on those and you've had some awesome success and you're watching your dog start to get it and you're really starting to communi- communicate with your puppy. The last two challenges I want to give you in the, this uh, three-set series is to get your dog, your puppy, to hold still as you hold their paws, their front and back paws, and to hold still uh, in a sit, preferably with focus. So let's talk about what you're going to do to reach those goals and to fulfill those challenges. So the first one, hold still, um, to get your dog to hold still while you hold their paws. Now, a lot of people just automatically do this one and kind of stumble onto it, but for a puppy, it's really, really important to teach them socialization and socialized touch because they're going to need to go to vets and they're going to need, you know, the vet's going to need to look at their teeth and the vet is going to uh, need to look at their paws or maybe a groomer is going to need to trim their paws or you are and you need to get your dog used to things like that. Now, there's lots of different ways to do that. You can do it through um, lots of repetitions just while they're distracted touching their paws and things like that. But when the focus is on, so for example, if you took your dog to a groomer, chances are the focus is going to be on. They're going to be like, what are you doing? What is, you know, what's this weird person doing? Are they allowed to grab my paw and do something like that? And a lot of times when it, someone grabs a dog's paw, they feel trapped. And when they feel trapped, they want to get out of it. What can they do? They can, one, be submissive and just say, okay, I'm just going to let you do to me whatever you want. Two, they can be avoidant. Their head will kind of turn to the side and they'll be like, I don't know if I like this. And they're going to they're gonna look a little like uh, unsure, okay? They can try and run away. They can try and pull that paw away and get out. Or four, they'll bite you, okay? <laughs> Which is super effective in the dog world, right? You, you bite, someone pulls their hand away. You're like, I got what I wanted. I'm going to do that again. And so we really don't want to teach our dogs, our puppies to bite in any situation here, but we do want to teach them just to hold still. And so that's the challenge. Hold still as I'm holding their paw. Now, at first, it's going to be really, really slight and really, really short. My goal is to grab the paw, put a little pressure on it without the dog pulling away. So I'm talking a split second. I'm just going to grab their paw and I'm going to say yes or use a clicker in the other hand, click. And then I'm going to let go of the paw and give them food. All right. Now, if they're pulling away, I don't want to be letting go there. And I might have to back up a few steps and I might just have to touch the paw while their paw is on the ground and they don't move it. And you say yes and you give them food. But usually you can move at a relatively good speed here and you can kind of grab their paw. Yes. As long as they're not pulling away. Remember, no, they're not pulling away. They're just holding it there. And then you can 
drop the paw and give them a reward. So do that with the front paws to start. The back paws are harder. Okay, dogs, you know, especially if you're talking about a herding dog, um, they've been taught and bred for a lot of generations to be really cautious about that back end. And so they're going to be more likely, and if you're working with a herding dog, you're going to be more likely for them to go to bite. They've been bred to have a low bite inhibition, which means they've been bred to bite first, ask questions later. That's kind of why, I mean, that's why we call them herding dogs or healers because they nip at uh, the hill. I guess that's maybe one reason why. But that's, so, you know, this is going to be a harder one depending on your dog. But if your, your dog is really submissive, it'll probably go pretty fast and you can be like, sweet, this is awesome. But the challenge isn't just to hold their paw for a split second. So the challenge is to get to where you can hold that paw for any length of time that you want without that dog freaking out or getting nervous or trying to pull away or bite you or anything like that. Start small, start with a split second and then build up time and just expect a longer duration of time. So here's where using pressure release lends to and builds into duration and both commands are going to going to require duration is you're going to expect them to hold still for a longer amount of time and then the marker comes so at first we're holding the paw marker let go of the paw reach in and food reward later as we get going you're going to hold the paw hold holding the paw marker click let go of the paw food reward so you're going to add duration. In other words, the command or the, the expectation isn't just that I can touch your paw. It's that I can hold on to your paw. And then you can even go deeper. You can hold on and put pressure. You can hold on and stick your fingers in between every little toe. Um, and you get so that you can build into those things. You can hold on uh, with pressure um, and you know, just more and more duration, things like that are going to bless your world so much. And you're going to do it with every paw front and back. And as a puppy, if the puppy goes to nip your hand or anything like that, that's where if you have a really kind of pushy dog, that's more like, Hey, I've got a low bite inhibition. I'm going to bite your hand. One, I might make sure it's a time where you kind of have already calmed down so you can train this and you can teach it. And two, you can have that leash in the other hand and you can, again, the goal isn't to pull. Don't, don't pull because you'll go against that opposition reflex. You'll actually send them into your hand, but do a flick. Um, some dogs are really, really hard and you have to do that. Most of the time you can get away with just the food, okay? So that's a challenge. Hold still. Uh, get your, dog, your puppy to hold still while you hold their paws. Now, this can translate into a lot of different things. And I'll say this here, even though I'm not going to do it as an, a, a challenge, um, it can, it can go into, you know, working on their ears. So you start to hold their ears. And yes, like, especially if we're, we're preparing a therapy or a service dog, we're going to learn, we're going to teach them to have pressure on their ears and grab their ears and fold them up in our hands and things like that. We're going to grab their tail as part of this. So we get to hold your tail. Um, but just the calm touch one that was before in a, in a earlier episode will also help with this because they're learning to hold still in order to get that touch. So when more touch comes and more pressure comes, it's not such a big deal. That's why they're in the order that they are. So challenge number five, hold still as you hold their paws, front and back. Uh, we'll leave it at that, but you could also go to teeth or holding their, their snout, their nose, 
Um, again, all things that are normally not something a dog would go for, but as we train that, we give them more options and more ability and ultimately can, I mean, if we teach this as a puppy, it can be life-saving because if a, a dog that bites a lot, it basically has a death sentence in our world. So we don't want that. Start to train this challenge. Challenge number six is to hold still in a sit, preferably with focus. So as you, I'm sure you've taught your dog or your puppy to do a sit. It's kind of the same idea, but you're going to do the sit and then we want them to hold it, hold still. So when we say hold still here, we're actually talking more about duration. We want a, a puppy and even a young puppy to be able to do a sit. And then of course, right when we train a sit, like we talked about in the first episode of this challenge a couple of podcasts ago, we're going to mark that behavior and then it's not so important right when the food reward comes. It can come two seconds later, 10 seconds later, even you know 20 seconds later, it's fine. It's gonna be okay. If you take your dog out to the bathroom and they go to the bathroom and you're like, dang, I forgot a reward, you can still mark that behavior, go inside, even waiting at the door, <laughs> and then go inside and get food and it's still fine. It's they're going to make the connection. It's all right. Um, so challenge number six is to hold still in a sit with focus. So you get your dog into that sit, and then what you're going to do is you're just going to get a little slower with the click or with the marker, the yes, whatever you're doing to mark a behavior, you're going to get slower, which sounds counterintuitive, but you're going to see it's, it's, it's whoever came up with it. It's genius, okay? So you're just going to wait for a second. So instead of right when their bum hits the ground, you're going to wait just a second and say yes or click, and there it is, right? Wait for a second. Wait for two seconds. Build into two and a half seconds. Build into five seconds. Don't go too fast here, but then you're going to see this just exponentially grow as your dog, as the light bulb comes on and as your dog and your puppy start to get it, then you can say sit and your dog is, you're basically, (laughs) you're actually training an implied stay. So if you've ever seen people say sit and then right immediately they have to say stay and then they're like backing up slowly and they're like, stay, stay, stay. And they have to keep saying the word. You don't ever need to do that because you're teaching them to hold duration. So you say sit and they just sit there and they wait and then you click and give them the food reward you can build up as long as you want i like to have a sit for at least a couple two to five minutes it's not a super comfortable position for a dog but two to five minutes is usually pretty great i mean it's good enough to take a picture right if you tell your dog to sit and they they can do that for that amount of time. The next thing you would want to do is start to get some distance. So maybe take a step back, but start with just getting them to hold that sit. All right, guys, those are your six challenges all the way through. Specifically, this time, the challenge is to five, hold still as you hold their paws. That's the fifth challenge. And the sixth challenge is to hold still in a sit. And again, I say preferably with focus. If you've already trained a focus command, then expect that as well, where a dog is looking at you. And uh, we can maybe talk about that in another podcast. If you want to know how to get a dog to look at you with those cute puppy eyes, we can work on that. But hold still in a sit. And to hold still um, as you hold and touch their paws, put pressure on their paws. Okay, happy training. These are huge. Go for it. You got this. Bye, guys.